get yourself out of the way. Grace is here. Thank you, Lord. Listen, if you look at the word sin, it has one core. What is it? I. Whenever you lose your spiritual senses and you start thinking that you are beyond correction, God says now you put yourself in the realm of spiritual bastardy. Yeah. So if I cannot correct you, then I'll treat you as a bastard, yeah. a man without a father. Amen. Grace is available. Miracles are here for you. Amen. Blessings. Don't choose judgment. God said to Israel, I said before you, blessing and cursing. Life and death. He said, choose life. He's not leaving it to any doubt. He's telling you which one to choose. Amen. How many of you want blessing and breakthrough? Amen. Then choose it, choose it, choose it, choose it. It's a choice. It's a choice. Let's read 1 Peter 5. The elders which are among you, I exhort, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ. And also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Oh, I want to talk about that a little bit. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly. Not for filthy lucre, but of a ready man. Neither has been lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive the crown of glory. That fair enough. Now watch. Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisted the proud. So the pride month, eh? here comes. God will resist you. In America, your organization shall fizzle. Your funding shall come to naught. Your support will fritter away. Hallelujah. Marriage must be between a man and a woman in America. Hallelujah. The rights of the unborn must be protected. Amen. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Cast in all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion. Walk it about, seeking whom he may deliver. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of our grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory, by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. By Silvanus, a faithful brother unto you, as I suppose, I have written briefly, exhorting and testifying that this is 
the true grace of God wherein you stand. The church that is at Babylon, elected together with you, saluted you. Some of those things, when I read it, is amazing to me. Like one says, the church in Caesar's house, or the brethren in Caesar's house. Yeah. I said, when Christians were being fed to lion, yeah. there were still Christians in his house. Amen. Hallelujah. It's like the guy that fed all the prophets from Jezebel's pantry. God is a master, beloved. Huh? How can Jezebel kill all the prophets of God, tear down God's altars, and yet, huh? seven, is it 7,000? Do you know how much groceries that is? Hey, God does those kinds of things so you will know. That's why Moses was raised in Pharaoh's house to rise up and deliver Israel. How many Josephs do we have in this house? Amen. Moses is in this house. Yeah. Father, thank you for blessing me. Let me preach life to your people. Strength to them, grace unto them. Thank you for delivering us from ourselves. May we receive the breakthrough this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, this message is so timely because... Satan cannot overcome Jesus. Amen. The Holy Spirit is in you. The Bible says that your spirit man is sealed with the Holy Spirit. So no devil can get into your spirit. No believer can be possessed of a devil. You may have influences in your mind, but your spirit man is secure. Hallelujah. Ooh, that calls for a celebration. <laughs> Watch. Even when you're acting crazy, and you may even put yourself in the crosshairs of God's judgment, Paul says the body will be destroyed, but your spirit will be saved. That calls for a celebration. That once the Lord Jesus steps into your life, you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Glory to God. Hallelujah. No devil can have you. If you don't know this joy, I'm sorry. But if you know it, you have a praise bubbling right now. Huh? You have a reason to thank God. I'm eternally secure in you. I may do crazy things. I may cut my life short, but my spirit is saved. Hallelujah. Spirit is saved. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so, when you understand that, you see that the only play that Satan has is you. Satan is beckoning you to help him destroy you. Give me something so I can take it back to God and tell him, you see, you've judged me for less. Isn't that what he did with Job? He said, well, does Job serve you for not? Look at all the blessings. Look at everything that's working for him. He said, take his stuff from him. He said, he will curse you. He has that accusation against all of us. The reason you are serving God is because he's blessing you. 
That's why I celebrate my breakthrough. Why? I serve God hungry. I worship God hungry. I led worship and didn't have food to eat. I preached. I didn't know where I was going to get my dinner from. Yet I was shouting and praising God. That's why I'm not afraid today. God swore to me you will never be hungry again in this life. That's a covenant with power. Tested in the fire. Proven true. Hallelujah. What am I preaching to you every week? I'm showing you how to get yours. Amen. Satan cannot win, Amen. except you let him. Amen. You notice, I got on the podium and I crawled. Yeah. I said, even if that's all you can do, keep going. Yeah. Keep worshiping God. Yeah. Refuse to let your mind enter into judgment or accusation against God. Yeah. You will overcome every devil. You will win over every enemy. God has a master plan to bless you. The psalmist said that he loaded us daily with benefits. Hallelujah. Do you know your benefit package? Healing and deliverance is yours. Hallelujah. Restoration is yours. Deliverance is yours. Prosperity is yours. Total healing is yours. Receive in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Exalt the Lord. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Ooh, hallelujah. There's nothing like when your spirit man rises. You know, it's one thing to sing with your mouth, but it's another when your heart rises and begins to exalt the Lord. Hallelujah. The psalmist says, Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at his holy hill. For the Lord our God, he is mighty. Glory to God. He's excellent. When your spirit man rises to bless the Lord, no devils can stand. No sickness can stand. No bondage can stand. No infirmity can stand. Hey, I'm declaring your breakthrough this morning. Peter, having been a politician all these years, Finally settled in as a father in the kingdom. And he penned his words, the eternal. He said, I'm now an elder. And I'm among elders. We're not just elders by longevity. He said, but we're elders because we beheld the sufferings of Christ and the glory. Hallelujah. Ooh, the glory that came after the suffering. When I'm telling you to get out of the way, yes, you may be suffering. Yes, there may be difficulties. But I'm telling you there's a glory. There's a glory coming. So when you're suffering, you, you start thanking God for the glory that's about to come, for the breakthrough in my life, for my next level opening up to me, for me, hey, woo, 
coming forth. There's a glory coming forth. There's a shout I've never heard. I'm about to praise like never before. I'm about to shout like never before. I'm about. Listen now. Things always happen prophetically. That's how most things happen in this house. You saw in communion. God said to me, ask the leaders. Which one of you want to go up higher? Eh? They all lifted their hands. You don't think I made that up? If you think I made it up, then come do your own. Let's see what will happen. He said, now toss your cup up. But once you throw that cup up, the glory will return with it. If you want to go, so what is God telling you? He's telling you there's a new glory coming. Hallelujah. And the only people that will qualify if you suffer with him, you will reign with him. If you shout when you're going through a tough time, you will shout with breakthroughs. Come on, put it back. I'm going higher. Come on, bring that one. I'm going higher in my destiny. I'm going higher in my career. I'm going higher in my ministry. Hallelujah. Come on, sit down, sit down. Watch. So when you see a man shouting, don't assume that he's shouting because he don't have problems. Don't assume he's shouting because everything is fine. Come on now. No, he's shouting because he's a man with experience. He's a man with faith. Peter said, we beheld him suffer. But we saw something greater than the suffering. We beheld the glory. That's why when we read down in the text, he says, now, this is the true grace of God. To walk with Jesus every day. And then see him. Hey, you don't know how what I'm preaching to you. He's blessing me right now about that Nigerian stuff that's been ailing me. Because God always allows the devil to look like he's winning. He always allows him to shoot first. But there's a glory coming. Watch. What was I agonizing about in the closet? I said, Lord, I expected you to treat us like you treated Israel. I expected you to show in this day and time that God is still on the throne. That he rules in the affairs of men. That God can stop the gun. God can stop the government. God pays. And I come to church and I'm preaching myself happy because I now recognize, hey, the enemy just got his legs in first. 
God, there's a glory coming. There's a fire coming. There's a miracle about to happen. I thank all of you that have spoken to me, reminding me that no decree I've made from this altar has failed. Because I was struggling. I was struggling with this. And as just as I was preaching, I remember that I was over here and God descended with fire like boom. And he said to me, the children of the bondwoman shall no longer rule. That word shall not fail. This is, these are not mere words for you to shout in church and go back home in depression. This is for real. This is the decree. This is the miracle. This is the power. Watch. What has the elders learned that young folks don't know? Peter said. I know he remembered his own presumptuousness. Jesus said, Peter, Satan has desired to sift you as weak, but I've prayed for you that your faith, watch, he didn't even know what happened. He didn't know that Satan has asked for permission. He didn't know any of that. He didn't hear what Jesus said because he was so full of himself. Peter said, if every disciple in this room deny you, I'll never. Jesus said, you will not deny me? He said, no, never. He said, before the cock crows three times. He said, no, cow crows. You will deny me three times. And, you know, this underground war raging between men and women, even in church. That's what you see happening. Of all the people that will call him out, here comes that damsel. Aren't you? Didn't I see you at the meeting? What were you looking for over there? <laughs> huh? It's only in America that I can see a woman, she's shacking up, but she'll get up and come to church. And the man is enjoying her and stays home from church. Hallelujah. <laughs> what is she saying? She knows the truth. Hmm? So even though she's giving him everything he wants, but she's still going to tip over to the church just to make sure she's holding on both sides. So, so if they're going to heaven, okay, I tip on over here. But if no heaven is coming, then I take on over here. But the man will always sell out. So long as this woman is right, he thinks he don't need God. Get out of the way. 
Peter. He said, but I've learned humility. Jesus chose to have a private meeting with Peter and chose not to have it written in the Bible. Watch. When the two guys from Emmaus ran back to tell the apostle that they have seen the Lord, that he was risen, they say, we know it too. And he had appeared to Simon. Paul came later by the Holy Ghost and talked about the same thing. That Jesus had a private council and meeting with Peter. And chose not to record it in the Bible. But he came out of that meeting. A changed man. He said, now I am speaking as an elder. And a partaker of the glory. That shall come. Then I'm exhorting every elder in the church of Jesus Christ. He says you should take care of God's people by telling them the truth, by feeding them, by correcting them, by teaching them. Don't feed them all they want to hear. Correct them so they don't end up losing their life. He says, and be clothed with humility. I said it last Sunday, I'll say it again. He said that humility is a spiritual clothing. That tells you that when Satan wants to undress you, he feeds you with pride. Then you get prideful. No matter what I preach, you don't think anything of it. Now, you are your own spiritual authority. But you know God hasn't called you to anything. Amen. God hasn't given you an office. Come on. <laughs> he feeds you with pride so he can mess you up. Amen. And three weeks ago, God gives me this message. Tell the people, get out of the way. Amen. Because grace is here. Amen. What is grace here for? To bless you, to increase you, Amen. to strengthen you, Amen. to empower you. Amen. Beloved, it's a wonderful heartwarming and refreshing word. There is a glory coming. Get out of the way. Grace is here. It was such an encouragement to me because God allows the devil to shoot first. And if you don't know how to manage the discouragement, if you don't know how to deal with these ups and downs you will think that God has lost in your case. No, he hasn't. <laughs> I, I wish you were at the uh, <clears throat> conquest conference. That's what the whole vessel thing is about. Glory to God. You have to know that the counsel of the Lord shall stand. I put on this shirt to encourage, uh, you know, what God is using us to do around the world. The RHFN charities, the hospital, the ambulance. I mean, we've gone through all kinds of things. We've built a hospital. We equipped it. 
And then there are all kinds of security issues, instability, shootings, things that have hampered us. But we have to keep going. In Kenya right now, we're rebuilding one of the churches because tornado or whatever. And we have to teach them how to make decrees, as God has taught us here, to prevent these things from happening. We are doing so much, even though we don't make noise about it. We are not the major national ministries that everybody donates to. But I want you to know that Resurrection House for All Nations charities exist. And we are tithing our monies to these projects to help drilling water, <clears throat> building the hospital, churches, and what have you. One of the fascinating testimonies in the main church in Mombasa, every well dug in the area produced salt water, but the one dug in the church compound, in the church premises, produced fresh water. That was a testimony. And now Muslims, do you know that the last time we were in Kenya, the team went, I wasn't even with them, that 30-something Muslims came to Christ. And we handed them over to a ministry whose main purpose is to help Muslims transition into Christianity. Most people that go to missions know that if you get one Muslim, that's a miracle. We got 30-something on one trip. What a grace. <laughs> what a blessing. So I'm honoring that. That's why I put on this shirt, RHFN Charities. We are laboring. We are sowing seeds. Join us. Yeah, what James Robinson and the rest of them are doing, we are doing at our own scale. Support it today. Sow into it. May glory rest on your life. May every fruit that's abounding to our account be yours as you band with us. Join us to help those that even these major ministries cannot help. Or don't. They don't know my little village exists. <laughs> Come and see what we're doing. There have been robbery and mayhem. We found these um, uh, uh, solar lights and we put them up and the place is lit and the robberies have gone down. Kidnappings have gone down. Hey. One of my brothers said that it would be amazing if little children would come out at night and use these lights to do homework instead of the lanterns in the house that are producing all this very poor eyesight. Beloved, there's so much that we have in America that we're taking for granted. Get out of the way. Let God use you. Get out of the way. Let God touch your heart. Get out of the way. So God shows you where to put your money to bear fruit for the kingdom much more than buying new uh, Gucci bags and all this stuff that we're doing. You can invest your resources for greater glory. That's a glory coming. And if you suffer with him, you will reign with him. If you start with Jesus, it will be a tremendous blessing in your life. God bless you, beloved. We love you. This week will be a powerful time and we know that your life will not remain the same. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We'll see you tomorrow as we continue to share the good news. God bless you. Bye-bye.